Hey there, I'm Matt. I'm Jesse. And I'm Ivana. And we're a full-time RV family. A couple years ago, we sold everything and moved our family of three into an RV. And that's been one of the best decisions we've ever made. However, it did come with a very steep learning curve. So we're here to share our stories, tips, and tricks for living life on the road. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the black tank. Ew, Daddy! This is Recreational Variables. Why, it's a happy road that I'm Traveling on, I just can't help myself. You got me singing out a happy song since your sun came shining. I know it won't be long until your happy road is taking me home. That's what everybody should do. Physics. See, now you're getting way past my comfort zone with education. Edumacation. Edumacation. But my favorite part of the day today was cooking those um, mini corn dogs. Oh, yeah? How'd you cook them? Well, she wanted them in the microwave. Yeah? So why did you microwave them? No, I just hadn't cooked mini corn dogs in a long time, and I thought it was enjoyable. Oh, (laughs) okay. But I was trying to convince her that the only way to cook mini corn dogs was the um, thing, the um, air fryer. Yeah. I mean, clearly they'd be better in the air fryer. Everything's better in the air fryer. But she doesn't like even chicken nuggets. She doesn't like from in the air fryer. <laughs> she likes it better out of the microwave. She loves a microwave. And I don't know. Not sure what's up with that, but uh, we should yeah. move on. Yeah, moving on. Okay. Good. Spin the wheel. I'll spin that wheel. Aha. It is buttoning up your RV when you'll be away. Is there an easier way to say this? I don't know. Do RVs have buttons? Um, My shirts in the RV has buttons. Yeah, I mean, your RV should come with buttons that you can just, you know, button those up and then walk away, right? And there you go. So speaking of buttons, I got in trouble. I don't know if I ever told you the story. I got in trouble. I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. And Levi's had these jeans mm-hmm. and this whole campaign of button your fly, mm-hmm. right? So instead of a zipper for the fly, it was buttons. Buttons, right. Button fly jeans. Yeah. 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 They still make those? I think so, but you have to look really hard for them. Probably Goodwills and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, um, part of their campaign was these shirts. So I had a shirt and I wore the shirt to school. Mm -hmm. And I went to a private school in Southern California. They made me turn the shirt inside out and wear it inside out. Because it said button your fly? Yes. It wasn't like up yours. It was <laughs> like seven up yours or something. You know, it was button your fly. That's funny because where I grew up, um, I clearly remember being in fifth grade, fifth, fourth or fifth grade, and there was a kid that wore a shirt um, that was for a local establishment called the Dancing Bear. Mm. And... uh I didn't understand what it was at the time. It wasn't until later that I realized what his shirt was about. And clearly the teachers didn't know either. I'm sure they did. It had like a picture of a bear on it. but Well, yeah. Let's yeah. button up our RVs. Yeah, let's button up that subject. So what exactly are we talking about here? So, I, I, I don't get it. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Matt. <laughs> 
<laughs> there are different reasons why you might leave your RV, say you're at an RV spot long term, like we tend to be, and you're going to be leaving for a period of time, but your RV is going to stay there. Hmm. Um, you know, so you're not necessarily going to winterize it or anything like that, but there's some things you want to do. For instance, we're about to take a business trip and we have some ways that we're going to button our place up that before we go so we can avoid coming home to any kind of unpleasant surprises. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Well, thank you for the clarification, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. So what's some of the things we do? Well, hmm. um, near and dear to my heart because of my super sensitive nose is I like to avoid coming home to any bad smells. Mm, and you still allow me in the house. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, a given, but no, but there are things that you can do to actively avoid coming home to bad smells. And the very first one and probably most obvious would be to empty your black and gray tanks. We like to make sure um, that they are all, all those tanks are closed while we're away as well, because, you know, you don't want things coming up from the septic and whatever, those smells wafting into your RV while you're gone. And definitely don't forget to pre-treat your, your black tank. We like to use Happy Camper. There's different treatments you can use, little pods, things like that. Something that I would pick to do, which I know we do because we always stop by the trash can to drop off our trash. So take out your trash. Yes. Another seemingly obvious, but maybe it's easy to overlook. It can be. Even the simple little, oh, okay, we're headed out the door, then we just scrape off the food and into here, um, you know, in, into the trash can or something like that, that can spoil yeah. um, and leave not so fresh yeah, smells. And by the way, I do want to say we do recommend getting like scented garbage bags. Yeah, I mean, that's our preference. We like them, but it, you that, know, the whole thing with a small space, like if you if you have garbage that's left there, even a small amount, it can stink your place up, I feel like, more easily than a regular house. Yeah, e e even if you're gone overnight, take out the trash, and along with that, and the same same thing is clean out the litter box. Oh, yeah, definitely. As well, if, definitely. if you have cats in, in your place, um, that is a helpful, yep. helpful yep. tip. Yeah, and then the, I also, I like to make sure I've washed and put away the dishes. Um, that way, again, you're not coming home to, like, nasty dishes in the sink that have grown who knows what on them. Because we're hand washing everything, we don't have a dishwasher in our rig. Most rigs don't have dishwashers. Um, so, you know, we hand wash them and we usually let them air dry and we'll put them away later in the day. I like to make sure that these are put away before we leave so that they don't collect dust and things like that while you're gone because then they're not really not really clean anymore it's really nice to come home to a clean kitchen um, because if you've been away for any amount of time you know you packed bags and took things with you so you're coming back into your rv with all that you're gonna have to unpack it all put things away and it's just so much easier and then um, speaking of smells in the kitchen emptying out your fridge we you know, yeah. fortunately, we kind of we've gotten used to when we're going and how much we can consume, you know, leading up to our trip. So a lot right. of times we will either if we go to the store shortly before we leave, we're going to take that food with us right. using our nice collapsible cooler that we get from Costco. Yeah. Ding. Um, but um, or we, we time it so that we do have very little food in the fridge. And depending yeah. how long we're going to be gone, we'll get rid of, you know, some of yeah. the stuff or see if a neighbor needs 
anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just basic stuff. You toss out your leftovers. And then, yeah, if you have a little cooler you're going to take with you, just bring anything that is still good that you can maybe eat on your trip or whatever. It's a great way um, to stay healthy and save money. Yeah. Save you some money. So, yeah, you, you want to get that cleaned out because or else, again, you're dealing with it when you come home. Um, and then last on the list of avoiding coming home to bad smells mm -hmm. would be to do your laundry. Mm. And again, might seem simple, but that laundry can get mildewy while it sits and you're gone and it's just not pleasant to deal with. So I'd rather have it done. Or if you're going to my parents, take it with us. Yeah. Or exactly. take it with you. If you're listening or going to my parents, <laughs> take it with you to my parents. Are your parents opening a laundromat now? And put on 15 pounds in a pantry. Yes. We never want to come home to bad smells. We also don't want to come home to water damage. Mm -hmm. And these pipes are good in an RV. However, things can happen at any time. And like we've talked about in previous episodes, as far as water pressure and stuff like that, if the water, if the park decides to turn off the water and then turn it back on for whatever reason, they got to do repairs and you're not home to know about that. It could bust your pipes. So kind of a good tip to do is uh, shut off the water yeah. before you leave. Yeah. Make sure all your faucets are off, obviously. And then make sure your water pump itself is off. If you run off your water pop, pump, turn that off. And then, yeah, if you're on the city water, you turn off the water at the spigot. Um, we have been at an RV park where one of our neighbors was gone and we walked outside and there was just a huge river of water coming out from their spot. And the uh, it was a big water leak coming in like from where I think it was where the water was hooked to their RV or something. I don't know. But um, it's actually that's happened in a couple of different spots we've been in. One of them, the leak was at the spigot. So we just went and we turned it off and we let the management know so they could, you know, contact our neighbor the other one we just heard about after the fact from our neighbor who he would leave for work for a long period of time and he came home and his inside of his place was flooded. Yes, because he left his water on. I do believe the park had shut off the water. And and he had a yes, the park shut the water off to do repairs and he had unwittingly left a faucet on. His kitchen faucet. And on. his tank was closed. So the tank filled up the sink filled up and it overflowed and his and RV filled up. flooded his RV. That's so right. that's why, you know, it's just kind of process of elimination, turn everything off. You know, if, at least if you turn off the faucets, at least you're covered. If you forget to turn off the spigots, you know, but best to turn them all off. That's right. And avoiding water damage is one thing. Also, you want to avoid any unnecessary electric charges you may incur while you're gone. Yeah. Because if you're not here... Why run yeah, electricity? Yeah, you don't want to end up paying for a bunch of electricity that you weren't there to enjoy. So what's some of the things that can suck up energy while you're gone as, as far as appliances are, are concerned? Um, you know, if you have bigger appliances plugged in, like our, our Ninja Foodie, our Ice Maker, things like that, I always make sure those are unplugged before we leave. I appreciate you doing that because I never check that. Yeah, I always make sure so, they're unplugged. Mm -hmm. um, and... Just anything else, you know, I, we don't go so far as to unplug TVs. I'm sure you could uh, if you were really worried about it. Um, another thing you could do is you could just turn off your breaker if you want and have no power going to your RV. Then it would just run off your 12-volt batteries. But um, if you're going to do that, make sure your fridge is 
totally empty or you've set it to run off of propane and that you have plenty, plenty of propane to op- to keep your fridge going while you're gone because otherwise then you're back to the smells thing and you got some bad smells from rotten stuff yeah that, in your and fridge. the fridge is not going to suck up a whole lot of propane no no and then you know especially because it's it's staying closed so all that cold air is staying in there mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to kick on as much um and then yeah unplug any decorative lights we were gone for a good period of time and we left our christmas lights on and you know we probably could have saved a little money leaving them by turning them off instead but you know other people got to enjoy looking at them i tis guess the season tis that's the right season. or tis was the season what tis was the season was yeah okay yeah and then you know speaking of propane with the uh the fridge and everything you you also want to avoid any excessive propane use because propane adds up so what are some ways you can do that? Well, you could turn off your water heater, which is especially important if you're turning off your faucet. Yes. And turning off the water input into your RV. Um, also, turn off the water heater. You don't want to leave your water heater on with no water going through there. That could lead to not so festive times. Yeah. You can have issues, break your water heater or whatever. Yep. Uh, you could also turn off your furnace. Um, now, if it's really cold... Uh, say maybe you're leaving a pet inside, like a, a cat inside for a couple of days or something, and you don't want it to get too, too cold. You could leave your furnace on, but at a lower temperature. Yeah. I know we've done that. We've only been gone for maybe overnight or two nights and we've yeah. left our cats here. Yes. Plenty of food, plenty of water. Yeah. Plenty of clean litter. But, um, and we also, we have a temperature monitor that we use that we can just, as long as we've got Wi-Fi in the RV, we can just check on our phones and make sure that the, nothing's gone wrong with the temperature. We do not have the ability to adjust the thermostat, no. but at least we can regulate it from wherever we're at. Yeah, like, or we can't regulate it. We can check it. Well, check it. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, or maybe you have plants that you keep inside that don't do well with freezing temps, so you want to keep them. But for us, most 99.9% of the time, because a lot of times we take the cats with us um, or have to make arrangements for the cats, we just turn our furnace off. And that way it's not kicking on at all. Propane is expensive. It is. It yeah. is expensive. And it's it's propane is a pain to constantly be changing out. It's heavy. It's heavy and it's, you know, just. Yeah, it's mm, kind of a pain. Kind of a pain. I, don't, I mean, thankfully you change it out 99% of the time. Yeah, but, yeah, moving on. Also, you want to do, do anything you can to avoid any kind of weather damage. Um, and what we, mean, what we mean by this is um, if you are like us and you like to have a nice little outdoor setup with some chairs and a fire pit and things like that, you want to make sure that you fold your chairs up or you put them upside down in case of high winds, cover up your fire pit, cover up your grills and things like that in case of rain. And uh, make sure that you're you either put away or secure anything that could blow away or anything that you're afraid is afraid of getting stolen. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we have theft has not been much of an issue in the last two years for us at RV parks, but it has happened to some other people where they've had bikes stolen or things like that. Um, while we've been there. While yeah. we've been there. Yeah, yeah. Our bikes personally weren't stolen, but other, we've it's happened to neighbors of ours. What does that say about our bikes? <laughs> like our do our bikes suck that much that probably yeah, that's okay at least, we, at least we have our bikes we always you know yeah. we, we always... rode past them after theirs got stolen waved 
Yeah. Too bad you got nice bikes. We yeah. don't. This is why you should buy the secondhand bikes. Amen. <laughs> and then, you know, um, make sure your windows are closed so that you don't have like rain coming in or blowing in and dust rain dust yeah there's been some places where there's, there's been big dust storms so you could blow a bunch of unnecessary dust inside um so yeah i mean anything else weather related you can think of if you don't have the proper vent coverings ah uh, yes clo- close your vents um right. and it is a good idea every once in a while to go up on the roof and just check for anything that may pose um a leak hazard or, or anything mm-hmm. like that just to examine that um but you know some some other things to consider is you you may want to let your neighbors know if you have a good relationship and you feel that they are trustworthy let them know that that you might be gone and exchange phone numbers mm-hmm. uh, you should be doing that anyway because it's good to be neighborly but you know exchange phone numbers and um have them let you know if anything's going on with with your rig yeah uh if anything is detrimental the park would be notified probably by your neighbors uh like if your fire alarm or co2 alarm or something like that's going off the the park will know they do have your contact information that that will um they'll reach out to you the other thing too is you could let park management know you're going to be gone so that way you know that way they already know if something is going on around your spot they would know ahead of time to contact you. And some parks will require you to let them know if you're going to be gone longer than 24 hours. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they like you to let them know. I don't know how they can enforce that, but it's, you know, it's good to let them know if that's what they like. And then, you know, the other thing you can do is you could set up surveillance cameras, ring cameras, something similar so that you can check on stuff. You know, we have kind of like a nanny cam for the cats when we're going to be gone. If you like the, sense of security of um being able to check on your place when you're away set up some cameras and there you go sit down on the couch or where you're at have some popcorn and watch the show yeah yeah Yeah, and then you know last but not least don't forget to lock your doors (laughs) that's easily easily can be forgotten because you might be in a rush yeah Lock your doors. And and make sure they're shut all the way, too. Like, pull once, what I like to do, because we've been burned by our doors coming open when we thought they were closed before during travel, and then one time when we were away, there were suspicious circumstances, but we'll not go into that. But um, I, once I close and lock the door, I pull on it a few times to make sure it's truly closed and locked. Um, And the other hard lesson we've learned with locking our camper is... You should always have some kind of backup key, like a hide a key or something. We're not saying we do or we do not have a key located somewhere easily accessible for us and us only to gain access to our RV in the case that we may or may not have in the past locked our keys inside. Yeah, and spent maybe $250 on a locksmith to come help us get back into our RV. For three minutes. For a hide a key, whereas a hide a key, I think, cost us less than $10. And uh, it has served us very well. <laughs> yeah. Hide yeah. your keys. Hide your wife. Hide, hide your, your family. <laughs> <laughs> well, but. yeah. So, you know, that's that's kind of the gist of it. You know, some things may be common sense. But, you know, sometimes when you're new with RV life, you you know, or when you're just getting ready for a trip, you're not thinking of all these things. Um, we'll uh, we'll put together kind of all this stuff as 
maybe like a checklist. We will have a downloadable checklist yeah, on download- our website. Yeah, downloadable yeah. checklist on our website. Um, you can go that- to recvariables.com, recvariables.com. So that's rec, R-E-C, variables.com. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll put a, a free checklist that you can download for uh, when you're going to be gone. So that way, you know, you've got enough to worry about when you're getting ready to leave. This can kind of just help you with, as we said, buttoning up buttoning your up. RV. Appreciate your time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a comment either down below or on our website again at recvariables.com. We love to communicate with you guys we will definitely get back to you yeah and we'll have new episodes every friday all right take care bye oh yes your happy road is taking the sunshine is leading the happy road is